0: Welcome to PR 360, a weekly public relations podcast where we bring on the best and brightest minds in the PR industry. We discuss the important topics that you need to know. Tune in every Wednesday to find out. Hosted by Brett Dicer and in partnership with Global Results Communication. Find more information on GlobalResultsPR.com. And welcome to a new episode of PR 360. And I'm your host, Brett Dicer. And if you could please subscribe to PR 360 on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Leave a five-star review if you like the content. And if not, then let us know how we can do better for you. Also, subscribe to the YouTube page for these video episodes as well. But this week, I have Rosemary Sanchez with me. And she is a marketing and strategic communication with planning with over 20 years of experience. So she got a lot of experience in the advertising industry. She's worked with top agencies. She also is a part-time lecturer at CSU Dominguez Hills, where she teaches advertising, media analysis, and advertising strategy and writing. So, welcome to the show, Rosemary.
1: Thank you. It's nice to be here.
0: Yes, and the first question I ask all my guests is: Are you a coffee or a tea drinker?
1: A coffee drinker.
0: <laughs> any favorite brands?
1: I was just loading my. Uh, I was just loading my cards so I can run and get some coffee after the show.
0: <laughs> nice. Anything? Any favorite like coffees that you like?
1: Uh, you know what? It's it's really I love coffee bean. Uh, just because of the sweetness to it, um, but I'm just a fan of vanilla lattes, hot or cold. So um, that's really my go-to.
0: Nice. And I gave a brief summary of your expertise. Can you give our audience a little bit more about what you do? Sure.
1: Um, I've been in the advertising year for advertising industry going on 23 years. Um, I really started right out of college. So um, most of my experience has been with automotive clients, but I've also done gaming, financial, uh, communications. I really hone in on strategic, so strategy, from a media perspective, but also consumers. So I would say that my role really coincides with marketing clients. Finding the best way to reach consumers and getting in front of those consumers with the right message in the right places. So um, I've been doing that for years. I love it. I found a way to give back, and that is through teaching. And I've been teaching for 10 years now, which is amazing. I work at a great university with students that are driven, and I'm always eager to share my experience because what I find is that. You can easily teach from a textbook and you can teach theory. However, what you can't really get out of the textbook is experience. And so I like to arm my students with what they should prepare for going into the field if they choose to. And um, I find that that's just the best approach. Giving them realistic scenarios and to date scenarios is very helpful because. It really sets the stage and the tone of what they'll experience getting into the industry in today's world.
0: Got you. And that's what we're talking about is advertising. So for a while, I've heard like the death of advertising. It's dying. It's going away. So what has changed in ads in the last five years?
1: I would say that in the last five years, ads have really changed to be engagement focused there is a personification and personalization that has really started to happen. It's really in the hands of the consumer. And so instead of previously where brands were able to push their messages down to everybody, assuming that the majority of their target audiences would see them, now with technology and its advancements and the ever-changing landscape, What is happening is you have consumers that are pooling information. So it's really in the hands of the audiences. And in order to do that, they're looking for brands that are transparent. They're looking for brands that have that quality and are lasting, but they're also quick to switch. So brands are having issues with loyalty right now. Because there is so many options and what consumers really want is that quality. And so what is happening is you have brands that are, are taking that personal appeal. So for example, Nike, where they're very much of a broad-based brand and now they took a stand and they're, about, they're in the conversation of social awareness whether that be um, equality, whether that be social justice. You look at Apple, where it was a you know, company that was really surrounded around engineers. And now they're really consumer focused and they make something that is so complex and they bring it down to a level where the everyday individual can understand it and can access every single portion of their product or every single product line that they have. And so that's really what we're seeing in advertising is brands that are socially aware, brands that celebrate the diversity and and equality and inclusion of all, and also brands that are more transparent and brands that are really standing behind sustainability. What can we build now? And how can we contribute to a better future?
0: Got you. And then with all that said, what should PR pros know? Because it looks like there's a lot of PR in ads right now. So should PR pros understand this? And I guess rejoice a little bit because we're kind of already trying to be authentic, trying to be transparent. Is there anything else they should know about ads in general?
1: I, I think so. I think it's really about the tech. It's really about what's available. Um, we're able to target audiences in a better way and not so much necessarily through the traditional, what we call demographics and psychographics, because there is the issue that we're facing where cookies are now an issue. We you know, are allowing consumers to have a say in the data that is collected and we're essentially reverting back to where we were before cookies, where we really focus on the content itself. Where are the places that we need to be? What content can we insert ourselves in? And what is our purpose as a brand? And what are we trying to communicate with that ad message? And so tech, I believe, is really running the show here because it is advancing so quickly, but the information that it's able to gather is now in the hands of the consumer. And so that's really you know, what it's about. So it's important to understand metaverse. It's important to understand the experience behind that, um, the experience for the consumer as well the ins and outs of the technology. I would say that previously, my job was all about who is the consumer that fits this particular product and how do they live their life? Now, I have to know more about the tech side, the information that can be gathered, how I can and cannot target, and privacy issues. In addition to how does meta work? If I am a brand and placing myself into a metaverse and creating this virtual world, what is my purpose there? What am I going to give the consumers or the individuals that come into that space? What is the payoff? Because individuals know you're advertising to them. They get that. That is that is no longer a mystery. However, they will turn you off as an advertiser if there is not something in it for them. They will give you certain information as long as they know that that information is protected and it's going to make their experience better. So you have to provide them a purpose to give that information and follow through and really create that dialogue.
0: Gotcha. And so, I mean, we're ta- you're talking about mostly like Web3 now with the metaverse and everything and, Web three also has the cryptocurrency, crypto coins, and everything like that, and building communities. So, should PR pros start to spend a little ad spend in there or a little creativity in there? Should they spend it still in social? Should they start going over to podcasts? Like, where should PR pros start to use their ad spend wisely?
1: You know, it's it, the universe. The universe is so large right? I think that inner, you know, influencers still have a place. The right influencers have a place. Podcasts are definitely um, a main driver now that before may have never been looked at previously. And what we're finding is with that web 3.0, Again, what is my purpose as a brand for being there? What am I going to offer? If I develop an NFT, how is that going to benefit the end consumer? What's the payoff? So right now is as these technologies advance, right now is the best time to stay ahead of the curve and really look at the engagement with the consumer, how the consumer is accepting this. And I think that right now we're really in the learning phase. How can we learn about these new opportunities and how can we take those learnings to prepare for the future so that we do not have to play catch up? We already have our soldiers in place. We know how this works. We know how uh, the engagement occurs on the consumer end. And now we're ready to come up with a strategy and we're ready to really use these products and platforms. Social, definitely a key player. The hiccup there, though, is the privacy angle. Again, that's where content comes into play, where websites are a little bit you know safer there but the consumer is there the consumer is in social the consumer is in mobile mobile is definitely still at the top social is inherently mobile streaming audio inherently mobile so those are really those are really the key factors but it's all about how can we learn and inform for the future to continue to build our brands and to prepare ourselves for this Gen Z that has only known a digital universe.
0: Got you. And so it's it's about basically diversification it looks like so we have some ad spend in mobile, some ad spend in social with our, which could be tied together. You got audio, you got video and maybe still newspapers or maybe digital newspapers. So should should they understand or should PR pros understand this should they hire somebody to actually understand this because this seems like a lot for PR pros we understand press releases we understand relationships but how do you keep this all together with also that content like how do you make a really good campaign if you have like 50 different avenues to try to make this ad campaign
1: it is really working with PR has always been an element to advertising, but what has happened over the last few years is that gray area. When is it PR and when is it really a hard sell advertising message? And so I think that understanding the various types of media, how they function, how they appeal to consumers and the U.S. population or global population if it's an international account, and and really applying that, I think that PR working hand in hand with media, uh, media planners, media strategists, that really is a huge play payoff because. We've always worked in a silo, but now we have to work together. I communicate now with my clients' PR department. We're able to help each other. We're able to get the word out about potential media events that are happening um, to to, um, learn more about products where we make a PR event larger than what it would have initially been without the announcement of it. And so I really think that PR should be ingrained in the overall marketing and advertising approach. Because when you're doing good things as a brand, and you have some outstanding creative campaigns that are coming to market. PR is what you need to really showcase this particular brand at a higher level. I think if if you if you look at what Elon Musk did with Twitter, um, which is an article that just came out this week, and in, in that he utilized the strength of Twitter to really hone in on that psychology and really change the perspective of the consumer mindset. And so what he did is he had bots in Twitter that sought out when when there was not so great or not so favorable news about the vehicles. What he did was he utilized bots on Twitter that sought out those articles, that sought out those press releases that were more favorable towards the brand. And then that became the sources that consumers saw on Twitter. So essentially what he did is he changed the perspective, utilizing PR to really help him in a social platform. To me, that's genius. That's taking advertising to a whole nother level and really looking at how media impacts psychology. And I don't really believe that any other brand has done that before in really utilizing media psychology as an approach to gain a loyal fan base.
0: Got you. And so, I mean, even with that, should businesses kind of convert instead of siloing each one, advertising, marketing, and PR, should they just kind of combine them together to actually work in conjunction with each other? Because I feel like right now we're still siloed, but maybe we should just have our own one department instead of three departments.
1: I, I think everybody should be at the table. I think that as brands plan out their year, As they determine how they're going to approach the future, whether it be a three-year plan or five-year plan, I strongly believe that every single department should be at the table. Marketing, communications, which includes PR, because everybody has to come to to market with a unified voice. PR can only help marketing. Marketing can only help PR. And so I think that previously, you know, more than 10 years ago, we were there. But what ended up happening is digital came about and created a very fragmented industry. And as that fragmentation occurred, we saw that digital really took off. And we started seeing these independent shops pop up or specialized shops. And what ended up happening was PR became a bit of the back burner. And digital was so important that PR kind of helped in corporate communications where they could. But I think now is the time where we really do need to bring everyone to the table and brainstorm because that's only going to make the brand more successful.
0: Got you. And I mean, are there any, besides the new data privacies and everything, are there any new standards that PR Pro should be aware about with ads? Is there, because Google's trying its new categories instead of cookies, is there anything else that they should actually know about?
1: Uh, Um, No, I think it's just really staying ahead of what's happening, especially as to your point with Web 3.0 cryptocurrency, um, what's happening with the the chains that are being established at the the several different layers, it can get very complicated. Um, I don't think that I think that all of this new technology coming out can be very intimidating and it's essentially where digital was in the 2000s the early 2000s it was either i'm i'm i want to stay in the traditional media because that is where i feel comfortable and we'll let the digital gurus handle that but eventually we all had to shift we all had to learn about that and i think that intimidation is really the barrier that a lot of us face especially those that have been in the industry for a long time we've been here we we've seen everything before social media even existed and it can be very overwhelming but you need to learn it and it's it's needed it's needed to communicate and to also connect with consumers that are coming into target audiences. And as they get better educated, find higher paying jobs, are able to spend money on those luxury items, it's just important to break through that barrier. There's webinars, there's YouTube videos, there's all kinds of resources to get a little bit of information as to what exactly this upcoming new future is about and i think that we all are if if we are going to be in this industry marketing and the umbrella of advertising we need to do this this is definitely a a must it's not an option because if not we are going to work ourselves out of a job.
0: Gotcha. And so with all this, what is the future of ads? Is it going to be having the FOMO effect of NFTs and doing it with, I think when I saw Batman, I had a promotional of an NFT. Is it working in conjunction with all the other mediums as well? Is it working with marketing, PR, and advertising? Like what is the this future coming to?
1: The future is really coming to ex- the experience. What, what do you have to offer? Um, whether it be on site, uh, as a consumer, what am I going to receive? What am, I, what am I going to receive if I invest my time in your ad? What is the payoff for me? Bringing the experience not only physically or tangible, but also bringing it to the virtual world as well and ensuring that that experience is cohesive. I always tell my students that a creative concept is like a family, one thing of a family that connects all together, no matter how different or or in common they have particular traits the one thing that is consistent is the DNA. And so creative concepts or concepts overall, big ideas behind a brand to really get that message to the consumer should have a consistent DNA. And that experience can be slightly different in a virtual world, and a physical world, but it must all connect. And so ensuring that across all disciplines that common thread is there is more important now than ever before because the consumer is not going to remember if they saw your ad on tv connected ott or audio streaming if they heard it they're just going to remember your name and so we have to make sure that that experience is cohesive in order to make sure that that thread is not broken.
0: Gotcha. And then fun question for you. If you could create an ad for your life, what would the message be?
1: The message for the ad of my life would be keep learning. I don't think that you're ever too old to learn something new. I've been in this industry for so long, and I think every single year, I, I there's several different things that I have learned. Um, never think that you're too old to learn something or to adjust. We don't have to get stuck in our ways. We can continue to change as long as we're open to it. So, keeping an open mind. And continuing to learn and having confidence in yourself. And you may not understand the entire ecosystem of something, but at least you're aware of it and you know pieces of it. Ask questions. People are so more than happy to give you the ins and outs, break it down, tell them, you know what, I don't quite understand. Can you explain it to me like I'm a five-year-old? And if you continue to learn and grow, then that only solidifies your future.
0: Nice. And any final thoughts for our listeners?
1: No, I mean, I think that, you know, everything is changing. You can never be an expert. You can never be a digital expert. You can never be a um, technology expert. Um, Even the ones that say they're experts still have something to learn. So um, everybody is... There's always 100% opportunity to learn something new. Um, And I I just say, go for it. The more you know, the better.
0: Wise words to live by. But thank you, Rosemary, for joining PR360 and sharing your knowledge about advertising.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. And thank you for listening to PR360. As always, please subscribe to PR360 on Facebook. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Leave a five-star review if you like this episode. And if you don't, let us know how we can do to better help you. But also subscribe to the YouTube page as well for these video episodes. And join me next week as I talk to another great thought leader in the PR industry. All right, guys, stay safe. Get to understanding the metaverse, advertising, and your ad department and marketing department as well. See you next week. Later.